All right, everybody, uh, welcome to the third episode of the Locked on Louisville podcast. Uh, today is Thursday, July 23rd, I believe. Uh, so I haven't done a podcast in a few weeks. Um, I think I told everybody that I was on vacation a while ago, uh, and I wasn't able to do a podcast that week. And then recently I've been having a lot of issues with my iPhone. There's been some issues like with my passwords that I have saved and into the iCloud and everything like that. So I haven't been able to get into my account to make these podcasts, but I finally got that figured out and we're rolling again. So my apologies for that. Um, and we'll go ahead and get right into things today. Uh, let's see. Uh, first things first. Um, uh, we got we got some basketball news this week, so that's always good to hear. I know Chris Mack had a teleconference today. Actually, like, I think it's wrapping up right now, actually. Uh, some of you guys might have listened to that. There wasn't too many people on. I know it was broadcasted on the Twitter. Um, he was talking about just the physicality of the team and uh, just how things have changed with COVID. Uh, he spoke about Jalen Withers a little bit. Says that he thinks that this year is going to be a real, uh, a real special year for him. Uh, you know, maybe he's not the All Star of the team. I don't. I don't think he will be the All Star of the team. Um, but I, I think he'll see some minutes. I think he's bulked up a lot. Uh, Coach Mack said that he's added about 20 to 25 pounds just in the past year, and that's all of muscle. And apparently he's done a really good job of uh, keeping himself in shape over, over this quarantine. So uh, they love to see that. They talked on Aiden, t- talked about Aiden Aguihan a little bit, uh, said that his main thing last year was he just got, he got winded so quickly. So although, you know, he's built like a hawk. I mean, that's why they call him the Irish hawk. You know, he's got big muscles, big broad shoulders, tall stature, you know, obviously a really well-built guy. Uh, he just, he's just not quite used to the intensity yet. So, uh, Chris Mack did say that if he can continue to improve that and just really stay in shape and, uh, get used to the intensity and, you know, start to be a more aggressive rebounder, uh, just some things like that, just, uh, just concerning the physical aspect of things, then he'll, he'll also see the floor considerably more this season. Um, and I think we knew that he was a little bit of a project when we recruited him. You know, he started playing basketball when he was 16 years old, and he's from Ireland. And, you know, if you don't know, the, <laughs> Ireland, you know, there's not not too many basketball players that come from Ireland. So, you know, uh, once he got over to the United States, he moved to New York, had some family there. Uh, that's actually where he was during quarantine. That's where he spent the last few months. Um, uh, there wasn't too many, you know, possibilities because, you know, New York had so many cases and everybody was getting it and they, they shut everything down so quickly. He didn't really have access to a gym. So, um, you know, hopefully he's continued to stay in shape. Uh, I assume he did just because he's such a gym rat. I'm sure he's been doing some body exercises and maybe he has some weights at his house or something like that. Uh, I, I wouldn't worry about that too much, but, you know, hopefully we get to we get to see him part as part of the action this year. Uh, I think he's going to be a, I think he's going to be a big, a big, factor in our team over the next two or three seasons i'm excited to see him and you know i've always seen a little bit of montrez harrell in him uh so we'll see what happens with that i'm excited for his development um let's see again on the basketball front we do have a four-star forward that looks like he's becoming close to committing to louisville um his name is eric vander heesden i probably butchered that name (laughs) he is a four-star forward like i mentioned uh, he currently has eight crystal ball predi- predictions to Louisville, uh, all in 24-7 sports. And they've all come in in the past three or four days. So I would expect that he pulls the trigger and goes ahead to uh, verbally commit to Louisville in the next few days. But we'll see what happens with that. 
Uh, I've watched a little bit of his film. He is a six foot nine guy. Uh, he's actually very athletic. He doesn't look like uh, he's a guy that would blow you away with your with his athleticism, just because he's a little bit scrawnier. Um, he he's not, you know, he's not super aggressive. Uh, but he actually he's got he's got some some strength in his legs. Uh, he can he can get up there a little bit on dunks and rebounds, and uh, he's a very flashy passer. He's got great ball skills. Uh, just he's just one of those guys that when you watch him play, you just think, man, he's just such a skilled player. You know, he doesn't have all the raw attributes that uh, some other forwards might have across the country that are, you know, big and physical, strong, muscular guys. You know, not he doesn't really give you that sense, um, but he is a very good shooter. He has he has decent range for a guy his size that's so young. And like I said, a really good passer. He can run the floor. Um, you know, he, he can, he can get up and down. Doesn't, doesn't really seem like a lazy player. He, you know, looks like he can work hard. I think, I think he'll be a really good addition. Um, let me see. I've got this written down here. Yeah. He had 19 offers. He had an offer from Maryland, Cincinnati, Xavier, Marquette, and Texas. I know he liked Louisville and Texas for a long time, but it looks like we are finally pulling away. Uh, his recruitment was a little bit under the radar, but you know, like I said, a really good player has some serious interest from some really good basketball programs uh, across the country. And I think this kid's going to be really good. You know, he just watching film and, you know, listening to see what some analysts say, uh, he really doesn't strike me as someone who's going to come in as a freshman and, uh, really, you know, blow everybody's, you know, blow their minds with his ability. I think he's going to probably take some time to develop, uh, almost like Quinn Slazinski or Jalen Withers are doing right now. Um, just take some time to bulk up. He definitely needs to add some muscle. But like I said, the skill is there. The shooting ability is there. Uh, the passing, the playmaking. And like I said, he's he's got some athleticism to him. You know, he, he's not the strongest guy, but uh, he's he's got good height standing at six foot nine, And, you know, he can, he can get up there a little bit. So I think he'll be a great addition, assuming he does commit soon. I'll keep everybody updated on that. But uh, once again, his name is Eric Van Der... Hijden, I think. Um, you know, good luck fitting that last name on a on the back of a jersey. Uh, it sounds like a foreign name, maybe from Europe or something. I'm not exactly sure on his background, um, but you know, hopefully, I'll I'll get a chance to look into that soon, uh, and hopefully, some more info comes out uh, as he gets closer to committing. And uh, like I said, I think I think he'll be a great addition, and hopefully, he commits soon. Uh, that's actually all we have for basketball today. Not too much basketball news at the time. As you guys know, uh, everything's just a little bit slow, and it is really more of a, a fo- of a football recruiting cycle going on at the moment. So let's go ahead and get right into that. Uh, Christian Peterson has committed. Uh, I know it feels like over a week ago, but it really was just a few days that Christian Peterson, that tight end from California, uh, decided that he's going to be a player for uh, uh, Coach Satterfield, and he's going to be playing in Louisville. Uh, we've been talking about him for a while. Uh, I've really been following him a lot on on my page and keeping everybody updated on him, just because I think he's a really skilled guy. Uh, we have he'll make our second tight end in this class, so we now have two. Uh, Vic Mullen being the first, the big tight end. Uh, he stands at six foot seven. He's a really down blocking type guy. Uh, Christian Peterson he gives you a little bit more of um, a pass catching element. He uh, he really prioritizes that part of his game. Uh, you know, really good. He really efficient player. There in California, um, he plays some really good competition. I think he had like 10 touchdowns as a tight end, which is pretty good. Um, put up some decent stats and seemed to be a very efficient player just by watching a little bit of film on him. Uh, and like I said, second tight end in the class. 
Uh, he's been a guy that we've we've been following for quite some time. If you remember correctly, uh, he was actually down to Louisville and Virginia for the longest time. Uh, and for a while, it looked like Virginia was going to pull away with his recruitment. But uh, luckily, the staff, you know, Stu Holt, our tight ends coach there, obviously worked his magic and, you know, said some stuff that Christian liked to hear. So uh, he did commit, and I'm excited to have him on board. I, th- I think he's super underrated. Uh, I know some people care about rankings, some people don't. Uh, he's currently ra- ranked like in the 900s. I think that he's really probably closer to a 700s-ish player, but um, you know, not everything's going to go your way during the recruiting cycle. Not every guy is going to get the ranking that you think they deserve. And you know, those those recruiting analysts, they're paid for a reason. Um, you know, and like I said, I know some people care about rankings a lot more than others, but. Uh, I know that some of you really do like to follow that, so that's that's the point of me saying that. Uh, and then we did have another commit recently. Uh, this was KJ Cloyd. Uh, he's the JUCO linebacker from Mississippi. This kid, I also really like this kid uh, because here's the here's the unique thing about him. Uh, like I said, he's a linebacker from Mississippi, and he's actually going to have three years of eligibility at Louisville, and he'll be able to play this year. He's he's going to be a 2020 player. So that's also that's great for two reasons. One, he can get on campus uh, and he can start contributing to this team immediately. Um, and two, it doesn't take up a spot in our 2021 class. So you know we still have those extra scholarships to give out to finish our 2021 class, uh, however we however we choose. So um, you know our our linebacker room is really slowly getting stacked. Uh, they're really building that position group up for the future. Uh, if you just look at the guys we have this year with Rajde Burns, uh, Dorian Etheridge, Turnell Troutman, uh, the former safety, he's been moved to outside linebacker. Um, and, you know, now now K.J. Cloyd, who I assume will be able to, uh, if nothing else, add some depth this year. I think he'll actually see the field a little bit, but we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, we've this staff has really prioritized that, and, you know, our, our strength and conditioning program, they, they do a great job of uh, keeping these linebackers at the perfect weight the perfect size that they need to be at in order to compete at the highest competition level. So, uh, yeah, one, one more time, that's K.J. Cloyd. Uh, he had a handful of offers, actually. He had uh, an offer from Ole Miss, uh, Arkansas, Minnesota, and Texas Tech, among others. So, yeah, some big-name football programs on there, a couple SEC offers. You always like to see that. Um, and like I said, three years of eligibility. He'll have some time to develop with us. There's not really a rush for him to get on the field. Um, this was really more of a depth move, um, for now, at least, you know, in two, two to three years, I don't think it would surprise anyone to see KJ Cloyd starting for the Cardinals on defense. Um, you know, and the staff really likes him. Now I'm, I'm being told that this guy has a really interesting story. I've heard he's got a couple, uh, injuries, some really significant injuries in his, in his past. And I haven't read into it much. I'm not going to pretend like I know everything about this guy, but I've heard there's, there's been some serious things that he's had to overcome. He's a really hardworking kid and he, he just loves the game of football. So, you know, you always like to see that out of a recruit, especially a linebacker who, you know, it's their job to get after it. So that's always, always great to hear. Um, let's see here. Um, next thing, uh, who's the next commit? This is something that a lot of people have been asking. Uh, I've seen this question on Instagram. I've had some friends talk to me about it. You know, uh, we don't really know who the next commit is. You know, it could, I mean, it, we, it could really be anyone. Uh, you know, for the past few weeks, we've had a decent idea of who's going to commit when, you know, just for example, we, we've known that Christian Peterson's probably going to commit for quite a while, probably two to three weeks. Uh, there's just not a guy right now that's really sticking out and he's close to committing. 
we do lead in a couple different uh, recruitments for different guys across the country. Um, but I don't think that any of those guys are super close to committing. And, and you know, it's it's always possible. It's always within the realm of possibility that uh, they do pull the trigger and go ahead and commit even when, you know, we aren't expecting it. But, you know, just on a schedule basis, we don't exactly know what to expect next. We have, I think, let's see, I think six or seven spots left. I don't have the exact numbers for this class. Uh, so we're not exactly sure how we're going to finish those those numbers off. We don't know what we're going to do with those scholarships yet. I think it has a lot to do with maybe just the best available. You know, if we're torn between uh, a safety and a linebacker, I think we're probably going to go with uh, whoever we feel like is best and whoever uh, fits into this this Scott Satterfield defense more. So we'll see what happens with that, guys. Uh, that's really all I have for this week. Um, you know, it's, it's really not a super... Uh, super in-depth week for the podcast. Um, you know, I know I've missed a lot over the past few weeks just with uh, not being able to make the podcast and things like that. But, you know, not not too much to report on. And, you know, sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes we can just sit back and relax. And, you know, to the point of where we don't really know who's next, of who's going to be our next football commit, I think that's kind of fun. I, I mean, I know everybody likes to have the inside scoop and know what's uh, what's coming next. But, I think it's I think it's kind of fun just to to have a mystery and kind of be on the watch, you know, who who could be next and try to figure it out and uh, just have fun with with these guys' recruitments. Uh, so yeah, for in terms of Louisville, that's really that's really all we got. Uh, trying to think of anything else I need to speak on. Uh, I know the NBA is back; they're doing the scrimmage games. I know a lot of people are excited about that. I'm super excited about that just for sports, just for sports to be back. Uh, I know I've heard a lot of talk about that on social media and everybody's excited about that. Of course, you know, even if it is just scrimmages for now, I think the Lakers play tonight again, this is Thursday. Um, I'm a big LeBron fan, so that's probably who I'm going to be cheering for, for the, for the, uh, NBA title this year, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I know, I know some of you guys have, have different, different teams and I know some of you guys are LeBron lovers. Some of you guys are LeBron haters, but uh, you know, I'm excited about it. I'm I'm really just excited about the NBA getting back and finally having something to watch on TV. So I could be wrong, but I think the actual the the hiatus is like officially over. Like the season resumes maybe on Saturday. I'm not exactly sure about that, but uh, you know, regardless, it's an exciting time. It's it's fun to see some sports finally opening back up. Um, and you know, I'm excited to watch the former Cardinals in the league and just. Uh, to have the game back. So uh, that's all I've got for today, guys. I want everybody to have a have a good week, you know, have a good weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Watch some basketball. Enjoy the family. Um, you know, just have a good time. And uh, if you guys ever need anything, let me know. Thanks again for the positive uh, feedback that I keep getting for this podcast. Excuse me, podcast. Um, it's been really fun so far, and hopefully I can come out with some sort of schedule just to format format everything a little bit better here in the future. Uh, and I do apologize if this if this uh, podcast episode was a little bit quicker or a little bit uh, more disorganized than what we're used to. I've got a really busy schedule today. I'm about to head over to my grandparents' house, help them out with some stuff. Um, so, you know, uh, feel free to give me feedback. If you guys have any questions, you know, hit the DMs up and, you know, I'd be happy to answer if you, uh, you got any concerns or whatever it is, you know, DMs are always open. You guys know that. Other than that, have a great week, guys. I'll see you later.